Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Did anybody bring their John 3.16 sign for today? No? All right. I'm, uh, I'm going to be focusing my attention on the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles today, but I want to encourage us to, uh, at some point today, the next few days, linger with this gospel from John. It's just a beautiful text for an examination of conscience, uh, just letting our hearts be filled with the light. So, okay, first reading, Acts of the Apostles. We've got the awesome angelic jailbreak going on in the, God, in the first reading this morning. And after the angel breaks them, the apostles out of jail, the angel says to them, this is so good, go and take your place in the temple area and tell the people everything about this life. So he's, first we should point out the fact that go back to the place where you were from which you were just arrested, right? So go back to where you were and then tell the people everything about this life. If you're looking for marching orders from heaven, there they are. That's what heaven is every day telling you to do. Go tell the people, everyone, about this life. What life? This life. This life of friendship with the risen Christ. What happens when we let the light in? The kind of freedom and joy that we experience. This whole new way of being. Go and tell everyone there's another way to be. Witness to that is what the angel is saying. Perhaps, though, the part of this uh, command from heaven that we maybe miss or or don't fully understand is is the significance of the phrase, the temple area, when the angel says, go into the temple area. I imagine many of us, when we hear temple area in our minds, we think, because we're not all that familiar with first century Judaism, we associate the temple area with, like, the temple itself, like the house of God, the place where the Jewish people worshipped in Jerusalem. And the way we make sense of that is by equating that to saying something like, go where the believers are, go where the Jewish believers are and convert them. Okay, well, that wouldn't be exactly accurate. We need a little historical uh, nuances to understand this, to contextualize it. What we probably don't know is that the temple area was constructed as this massive, massive complex. And it was a series of courts like uh, Russian nesting dolls, right? So you had outer courts, inner courts, and it moved closer and closer to the temple itself in the center. And inside the temple, of course, was the curtain veil and behind which was the Holy of Holies, right? So it was this concentric rings, if you will. Um, The temple area, that phrase was known as the court of the Gentiles. It was the outermost court. It was the court that anyone could come to. It was entryways, you know, all all sorts of doors that led into it. It was the most exterior. It was by far the largest of the courts of the temple complex. So in other words, the temple area, when we say the temple area, we're referring to the court of the Gentiles, the area of the non-Jews, right? It's where Like, it's also where the sick and the crippled or the ritually unclean would come. It's where they would be. Um, It's also, like I said, where non-Jewish pagans, where Gentiles would come, who were curious about the God of Israel. It's where they would come and they would be able to listen in, right? To put in our Christian terms, the court of the Gentiles was was filled with people who weren't 
uh, coming to Mass on Sunday, right? It was those people, right? Those people. Zoom out for a second and, and reread, I, I guess, the story of Jesus when he comes to the temple and cleanses the temple. This again is John's Gospel. <clears throat> Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area, temple area, those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. Again, this, this takes place in the temple area, the court of the Gentiles. Why is Jesus mad? It's not because commerce is happening. That's what we tend to think, right? You've made my father's house a marketplace. I don't want there to be any commerce happening here. No, that's not true. All that commerce was necessary uh, in the life of the temple. You had to, like animals had to be bought and sold for temple sacrifice. And you had to exchange pagan currency or Gentile currency for clean kosher temple currency, right? So there had to be this exchange of currency, this exchange of coinage. You couldn't have pagan coinage in the temple. So these merchants, all of it, it had a function and a role in the temple. The problem was, the problem was that the merchants set up shop in the court of the Gentiles. They set up shop in the temple area. That's not where they were supposed to be. It made it impossible for Gentiles to really be there in peace, to really be there and to pray, to really be there and overhear the prayers that were happening inside the temple. You can't, it's very hard to pray at, like, you ever go to, like, the Geauga County Fair? Try and pray, you know, where the cows are, you know, it's just, you can't, you can't pray. It's very hard to pray. And that's what was going on, right? So here's the point I'm trying to make, that the apostles, when they're given this mandate from heaven, in this jailbreak, they, you know, do not go to, into the space where the believers already are. That's what, the heaven, that's what heaven is saying. Don't go to where the believers already are. Go to the temple area, the court of the Gentiles, to those people who aren't yet in. That's the idea. Go to the people who aren't yet in, the people who are not yet part of this. And our mandate's the same. And this just continues what I was trying to preach yesterday about going off script, living on the right side of the resurrection, that we ought to be thinking, as Catholics, we ought to be thinking every morning we wake up, all right, Father, who are you going to be putting on my path this day that I am going to be called to witness to this life? Like, who are you putting on my path this day? Help me to have the courage to witness to you out there in the world. Like, this, these are not the people who need to be evangelized right now. Like, you are in the temple. We need to go out to the temple area, right? The temple area for us is the streets of Wadsworth. It's the places where you go when you leave here. That's the temple area to share with people the goodness of this life. So that's the mandate, and it's the same. But go to the temple area and do it.